All right. Hello, gang. It's uh, Chapo Trap House for Thursday, May 17th. Um, got a lot of uh, election results to share with you guys, and we're joined by a uh, leading um, primary election analyst. It's Tim Heidecker back on the show. <laughs> Tim, yes. thanks for joining us. I want to get into the nitty-gritty. I've got all, all the polling and the exit polling and the entrance polling and everything. I've, I get down to the city council level in uh, Pennsylvania, in Allentown, Lehigh County. <laughs> uh, school Tim board is actually on a hologram right now. He's standing in front of a giant circular screen. Yeah, breaking it all down. It's amazing. Yeah, I wanna, you guys should I see it. Zoom in. If you look in this, like District Four. <laughs> if you look at District, because <laughs> District Four is fascinating. Because Markman, uh, Sandy Markman, who was a middle school teacher up until about a year ago, uh, suddenly started gaining traction. And now, with with about, I think, I think in about another twenty four hours, we're going to see a big shift. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I've started <laughs> a. Um... I, I kind of want to just sit back and listen to you guys talk and. And because I'm curious, but I just don't know what that was going on. Well, well, Tim, I'm doing something sort of similar to you. I've started sort of a uh, QAnon esque type movement, but it completely stops at the municipal level, mm. and it's only in <laughs> Illinois. Okay, uh, the entire water reclamation board of Moline, Illinois, has been secretly executed for <laughs> pedophilia, but no one, no one else is involved. Thankfully, patriots are in control of the public library system. <laughs> Remember what 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 funeral was that? Was it Bush or Barbara Bush when the, all the the heads of states were going to be had? Were, yeah, got that the was note. The George H. W. Yeah, they got the that was the George H. W. Yeah. Uh, they the big thing is that somebody handed uh, a a envelope to George W. Bush yeah. and he looked at it. Yeah, and everyone was like, "Oh, those are the those are the papers." Yeah, uh, that was his arrest warrant. <laughs> the note just said, "You're going down." We're like, <laughs> the note says, "We know." That was so funny. I watched a whole, there was a whole like deep dive video on that, that I, I got, I they really broke down like frame by frame, every look and glance. Oh, and it worked. Greatest. I mean, as we all know, he was later, uh, kidnapped, tried, executed, replaced by hologram. The hologram itself was then tried and executed, replaced yeah. by a clone. That was, that was another thing that was, that was kind of my fault. Also, I was, I was trying to pass a note that said, like, do you like me? Yes, no. To yeah. James Baker. <laughs> I, have a cry, I have a crush on James Baker. Yeah. Like, nothing gay. He's just the only man that I like like that. Or like, I meant for it to get to Baker, and it got to Bush. and every. It was like when uh, Nelson beat up Milhouse, actually. That is what happened. Like I, I heard... I heard him fart, and I wrote a note. I know what you did. And then he, he was like, oh, no, he knows. <laughs> uh well, I guess, uh, in my opinion, the, the marquee news from uh, the elections uh, the other night is, sadly, we will no longer have Madison Cawthorn to fucking suck anymore. Okay, he's going back to just cousin parties on his own time, but unfortunately, he will no longer rep be representing the people of North Carolina. Wheeling, wheeling off into the sunset. <laughs> <laughs> well, We're you know, he was, he, was, he was the shortest congressman of all time. Now he's the shortest serving of all time. <laughs> There is a limit to how stupid you can be and hold on to your seat. Like you, obviously, you can be an incredible idiot, a total flatline, but you have to have at least some level of raw animal cunning, like just self-preserving instinct. And he just didn't even have that, and now he's gone. Is he going to blow things up? That was what I saw. Like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. I got to oh, yes. read it. What, oh, I, I, we yeah. have the yes. I have, have the, I have the statement. Oh, I have. Good. I have. I, I, this that. is. This is. Yeah. This, uh, he's, this he, he's gonna. He's gonna do a sort of homeland esque suicide attack. He's gonna put Diet Coke and Mentos <laughs> in a vest and roll into Congress, <laughs> and then just be like, "Oh wait, I just got everyone wet." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, Madison Cawthorn posted this on uh, Instagram today. Uh, it, he says. When the establishment turned their guns on me, when the Uniparty coalesced to defeat an America First member, very few people had my back. This list includes the lion's share of figures that came to my defense when it was not politically profitable. These are honorable men and women who are the type of friends anyone yearns to have. At the beginning of a, cha at the beginning of a change, the patriot is a rare and hated man. These are those uh, rare and hated men and women. 
There are other national figures who I believe are patriots, but I am on a mission now to expose those who say and promise one thing, yet legislate and work towards another. Self-profiteering globalist goal. The time for Gentile politics, as usual, has come to an end. It's the time for the rise of the new right. It's the time for dark MAGA to truly take command. Dark we have an MAGA. enemy to defeat. <laughs> yes, dark mm. MAGA. Yeah, we've talked about dark MAGA before. Okay, sorry. It's really scary. Tim, are you, I, it's, uh, very, it's very intense. It's scary. <laughs> Do you remember the Nickelodeon show, uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yeah. yeah. It's very reminiscent of that. Or it's like dark matter. People don't know what it is. Yes. Yeah. So he says, um, we have an enemy to defeat, but we will never be able to defeat them until we defeat the cowardly and weak members of our own party. Mm. Their days are numbered. We are coming. So, you know, uh, d- defiant even in defeat. Uh, See, this Cawthorn. is the thing, though. Even if I believed him about how you know he was attacked by the evil establishment, and how it's time to go, I guess, uh, Jew mode because we're done with Gentile politics. He still lost. They kicked his ass. Yeah. Why am I? Why would I fucking trust you to go against them? How a bunch of fucking losers? What? It's just like, oh, uh, we let them. I just gave we. I let them win so they could get a full sense of security. Like when uh, Commissioner Gordon fakes his own death in the Dark Knight. <laughs> who was he? Like, running? No, you're a loser who lost. He was he running sucked. against. I mean, the guy who's running against probably is is like a tr- Trumpy MAGA. F- yeah, of course. Too, right? Well, he's like, all the same uh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, this is just like this is like what every guy who loses does. Yeah. Like, it, it doesn't matter if you're running like a lefty insurgent campaign with dark, a cool dark MAGA campaign. Or like you, you, even a never Trumper, you, when you lose, like the universal thing is to go like, oh, well, the work continues. I'm not giving up. No one. No one has the courage to be like, I failed. You failed. I especially want to blame the people who knocked on doors and I'm killing myself. <laughs> I mean, no, that's like really what everyone thinks. Yeah, Nobody I mean, says, like, you know what? This this I tried my best and I tried this and I did the, what I thought was right. But this obviously isn't something I'm good at. And I'm going to go and and do a little introspection. I'm going to listen and uh, maybe I'll be doing something completely different. Politics isn't for me. No one says that for me. It boils down to degree of difficulty. The easiest thing in the universe is to hold on to a safe Congress seat, right? He could have been there literally forever. He did everything to lead to this outcome. It was all him tripping over his own fucking dick. (laughs) <laughs> going down the fucking um, the <laughs> stairs of the Capitol like the old lady in uh, in uh, Kiss of Death, <laughs> Richard Widmark pushes down. <laughs> it's not like you you know like went up against the establishment to begin with. He provoked them for no reason, and then got squashed by them to no benefit. Brutal, embarrassing. Well, he'll be a fun guy to watch for the next absolutely you know, several years, right? Like what on Onan? He's going to be on Onan, I'm sure. I know. It, I don't know. It depends. Like those guys. Like he did annoy a lot of powerful Republicans, including and Trump. There's all those stories about how Trump thinks he's weird. Well, yeah, he, yeah. I mean, those guys aren't thrilled with all the gay stuff. I'm sure, right? Like, <laughs> and that he would won't keep his mouth shut. So who knows? In a lot of ways. <laughs> so they're saying he won't keep his mouth shut, and in, in, in a lot of ways. <laughs> Trump's the problem is already like, working uh, up the, a bunch of one-liners for him. Uh, it's like it's. <laughs> Somebody, but can I just say one thing about Trump? Because somebody brought it up to me yesterday. They're like, you know, every once in a while you got to hand it to Trump because he is st- he is the funniest guy, right? Because yeah, somebody absolutely. asked him about uh, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, and he goes, "They seem like a lovely couple." <laughs> <laughs> That's, the line. That's the best line for that situation there is, right? Honestly, he's that's the only guy I've heard who has like what I think is the correct viewpoint. That they're like that they're both probably awful. Yeah, I was just like guessing here. That's but pretty that, they, yeah. obvious to me. But I hear you. Like we're in a we're in a time and we're in a an environment, a cultural environment. where We have to pick sides on every single issue. So you have to yeah. like, politicize the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. Yeah, well, yeah. We're, we're, what, what we're yeah, what we're saying, what me and Tim are saying is like they should get back together. Absolutely, they're made. They for both each other. clearly, they both clearly like loved each other a lot, and there are bad things they do. And there are good things they do. I smell a rom com. Yeah. Oh um, my god! Like the the lawsuit is ended by like the court mandating them to stay <laughs> together in a house for thirty days. Well, yeah, it's it's a law I invented called yeah. the Parent Trap Law. Right. <laughs> 
Um, I, I must say that like uh, uh, people's fascination with this and like uh, the the whole kind of like circus surrounding the trial, it, it did bring to mind uh, like I think this is a great opportunity for uh, your guy's friend uh, Johnny Depp's the Johnny Depp impersonator. Oh, I know. I mean, he might. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Ronnie <laughs> Just, Rodriguez was his name. Yes, yeah, Ronnie Rodriguez. I mean, because. Uh, Johnny Depp, like every time I see him in the trial, looks like Ronnie Rodriguez looks more like Johnny Depp than Johnny Depp does. Now. <laughs> it's, well, it's, I mean, besides that, the are from Dakar people that know the on cinema world. Dakar, yeah, uh, Manuel, who's in Dakar, look, he's starting to look like Johnny Depp, or Johnny Depp starting to look like him. And there are shots from that trial that are just like <laughs> literal. It looks like a remake of our trial that we did <laughs> Tim, four years ago. It's like it's, it's, it's it, very it, chilling. I, I, every time I see a screenshot from that trial, that's all I can think about. Yeah, people do. It's like, all I can think about. And it's just like, I mean, one thing I just want to ask you about is like uh, the the uncanny prescience of the on cinema universe to predict what's happening in hours like two to three years ahead of time. Yeah. So like just just based <laughs> just based on the most recent Oscar special, uh, what's the next year going to hold? Uh, being marauded by uh, uh, like sort of <laughs> being marauded by ATV riding hooligans in yeah. the desert. That's what's happening to America. That is what is going. Yeah, but is is the Johnny Depp? And we probably should not talk about this for more than two seconds. But yeah. is it the longest trial in American history? Like, is it, <laughs> it has it been going on for it just forty feels years? Like it. It's crazy. I mean, what? this is actually this is kind of killing my theory that you know, like we can't have dominant events that hold people's attention right anymore because this is absolutely doing that and maybe the tr a trial format is the only thing left that can do that right because it's new stuff every day and because it's got like a structure and there's like clips of it and stuff like that other news items other stories nothing there's nothing sticking. that you can reproduce that way that that consistently you know, as like cultural commentary. There was an article in the New York Post the other day, so take it with a grain of salt. But uh, according to them and like opinion polls, uh, they determined that the American public is more interested in the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial than they are in abortion, inflation and global warming. <laughs> so, so, I mean, I, mean, I that, understand that's that. A fucking Aunt Johnny Depp <laughs> and Amber Heard is probably not going to lead to my house burning down in an uncontrolled forest fire. Right. You know, but I mean, if that's the case, it's time for our president to intervene. It's time for the Supreme oh, Court to intervene, to intervene in this case and put and put Johnny Dope in his place. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sorry, Scamber Heard needs to be compromised. To call him Joe, I, I bet you, uh, I, I bet a thousand dollars that that Biden calls him JoJo Depp. Now look, 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 man, look, man. I don't do a Joe Biden, but look, man, look, I've seen JoJo Depp and uh, and Robert Herb. <laughs> Burb, uh, <laughs> Rick, Rick, Rickman, uh, uh, Jennifer, Jennifer Heard, and Jojo, uh, and, and, and Edward, Edward Scissor, and, uh, Cap Jack's uh, the pirate. Okay, he just he'd end on the pirate. He'd go, you know, the pirate, <laughs> pirate. Uh, Felix, as like I, uh, you posted about the other day, but it was like a, it it, it was a clip uh, recorded of the inside the the, the Depp Heard residence, and it was Johnny Depp stomping around the house, like kicking refrigerators. But oh he has God, a that's the best leather thing cowboy ever. hat on. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, like he lo yeah, he looks like what an, Al an Al Albanian depiction of the Angel of Death. He's he always like, like, he's always wearing like a no, needlessly like, expensive denim shirt. I mean, he looks like and me like I, in the car. That's all. If if you just look me up and like big big <laughs> yeah. silly hat and scarves and. You know, he looks to me, he looks like uh, if Woody from Toy Story did three terms in Vietnam, <laughs> like just <laughs> got back and had the thousand yard stare. No, my favorite clip. And it's just this little clip of the lawyer talking and the cameras on Johnny. And it's and it, she says something like, you know, isn't it true? You said uh, Amber Heard said that it was boring to hang out with Johnny and his friends because it was just a bunch of old guys sitting around playing guitars. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, think I mean that's as true as anything could ever be. That like, oh God, the what, what, how was how was uh how was your weekend, Amber? Oh, fucking uh, Alice Cooper was over, <laughs> and yeah. Joe Perry from Aerosmith, and they're sitting around high, uh, smoking and like playing a fucking blues. They're playing the blues. Yeah, they're do yeah they're <laughs> doing practice amps. They're doing cocaine that's like 90% baby powder. Yeah. It's a bunch of 63-year-old men talking about rock and roll. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, Joe Perry telling like uh. old, worn-out uh, road stories 
Oh man, hey. eighty-eight man. You know, when we're fucking that was the, that was that when Pump came out, man. When we're fucking Janie's got a gun hit, oh shit! You know, <laughs> Amber's just in there seething. Yeah, just uh, just stories about like groupies who were in retrospect like twelve years old. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. And Johnny Depp is just just his his Hunter S. Thompson impression. That's just his life now. That's just how he sounds. <laughs> little british i'm gonna take it take the ride shut the fuck up johnny yeah. <laughs> i like how just, i read it, the it, book too shut the fuck up it exposes because he's always had this sort of intellectual artistic kind of attitude. yeah see that's what that's it what killed him kind of oh this just this just strips that all down and yeah he's like billy artist. joel in that way yeah he was always he always resented his limitations as an artist yeah and that's why he had to destroy himself i he uh, wasn't able actually, to be like yeah i'm a good actor and that should just be enough. Find meaning elsewhere. It's like, no, he also has to be a tortured artist and a fucking, you know, musical genius and a, and a, and a poet. And an, it's like, dude, just be an actor. Relax. Yeah. Read your lines. Sit by the pool. Yeah. You'll be fine. I don't know like if I mentioned this on the show. It's like, it's okay that you couldn't write compelling uh, 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 symphonic <laughs> pieces. He's a good you pop pack songwriter. Him in Madison Square Garden. Please stop drunk driving around fucking Long Island. You're going to get somebody hurt. <laughs> I don't know if I said this on the show before, but uh, I actually met Johnny Depp and Hunter S. Thompson when I was 16. I oh, went yeah. to a book signing for Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. And don't really have any Johnny Depp story from that, but uh, Hunter S. Thompson did stab my hand with a collapsible novelty knife. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> so touched by, the, touched by greatness. Touched by the great man. Um, all right. So uh, moving on from the, uh, the Depp hurt trial, we got more, we got more election news Please. to suss out. And, you know, like we've got here, uh, uh, Tim, Tim, you're a Pennsylvania guy, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we got uh, the big news out of Pennsylvania. We got uh, Dan Fetterman. Oh, Fetterman yeah. uh, won, won his primary, which is like, which begs the question. It's, it's thrown the, uh, the world of democratic uh, politics into a tizzy. Everyone's wondering, like, is this the new formula to win? And what they mean is, is the new formula to win finding the largest men in the country and <laughs> running guy. them under the democratic t- t- ticket? <laughs> yeah, That's it. Just, it's just big guys. You got to look like now. You get to look like the bounty hunter from Raising Arizona. <laughs> yeah, Randall Tex Cobb for president. Randall, yeah, thank you. It's it's He's wild. A guy. Uh, like they have, they apparently have data where they they tried to like image test on Fetterman and see like, oh, can we make him look like a dangerous left winger who Democrats will either find too extreme or not electable. Either way, they don't like the they don't like socialists. They don't like any of that stuff. And and they tried it on him, and they were just like, but look how big he is. He's so big. He's so big and strong. He don't like, exactly look like your average, average everyday politician, I'll tell you yeah. that much. If this is what Earth, this is what works. People need to, people are salting Amazon, salting uh, Walmart or whatever. Starbucks, Starbucks. That's good. Also, salt the WWE. Get large men. Get huge dudes. Get the big show from WWE. He's like eight <laughs> feet tall. If he just declared to be president, if he just said, I'm running for president, there would be a general acclamation. We wouldn't even have an election. Pick like, Get yeah, I mean, you can. I'd also like maybe not just large men, but just like pick any guy in pavement, like people that just don't look like fucking politicians in suits, yeah. like have them show up in T-shirts and jeans. I think that we, we, we are not that like dumb. Fetterman or what work. do we like Fetterman or not like because. I don't, I don't, I, he seems good, but then it, is, is, is he sort of like weird on some things? I, no, yeah, I mean, he, he's like, he's like 9% better than a regular Democrat. Yeah, he's you fine. know, he's like, he's like fine, I guess. Like he, he's pro weed legalization. He's like, you know, slightly better on organized labor than some things. Mm-hmm. His real ace in the hole is just, you know, completely avoiding breaking bipartisan consensus on foreign policy. He just, you know, completely avoided that. Which, right. yeah, you know, in in retrospect, that may have that may have you know turned out in his favor, but it also means like you're really not going to get anything special there, probably. Right now, now, well, no one senator can do anything. I think we've learned that pretty well. Yeah, right. uh, but, I mean, I guess the other thing of note about Fetterman is that he had a stroke like the day of the election and yeah. voted in the hospital. So, uh, CIA stroke gun is it real? I, I don't know. You do the math. You add it up. They, I mean, they. I think like they tried to do it, but they just didn't calibrate uh, for his size. Yeah. Like, like, like <laughs> they, 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 like they were like the the, the the stroke gun was calibrated for a Connor Lamb size man, and they, right. they shot it at Dan Fetterman, and it just sort of gave him a a minor minor embolism. But you know, he's he's back at it. 
um, you know, ready to serve the uh, the great Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Is there polling that shows like him versus one of the other? Like, is he going? Does he have a chance in the general election, or is it like, is it crazy to think about that? I think he'll probably. I mean, I don't know anything, but I would bet on him. I would bet on the Democrats <laughs> in Pennsylvania uh, because, especially since they did also the same day nominate the, a f- completely Q-pilled maniac <laughs> uh, for the governor's race. And, and who's we'll he going to I mean, run against the incumbent? States, he, you know, he's running against the challenger, the, the incumbent, as I think. He's not running for re-election. Oh, so it's, it's this guy, guy, Josh Sapiro, who is popular in the state and has won, I think, two statewide races already. He was the attorney general. So he's a very strong. Just like a regular like, poly, like a guy. He's regular like, I'll old gov- Democrat. I'll be your governor. Everything's fine. Yeah, yeah. No, nothing to and worry about. And they got this complete lunatic this guy's like <laughs> patriots are in control guy who yeah. would one million percent not certify a democratic winner of the state of Cal- <laughs> right. of pennsylvania uh in an election so like the like worst general like, flynn this is like, type yeah the nightmare scenario for people who love american democracy so much that they like to kiss it and marry it yeah uh and maybe in so- i honestly think there's some states where a guy like that gets nominated and it doesn't matter the, the 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 partisan tilt is still going to put him in office, but I don't think Pennsylvania's there yet. Right. I think he's going to drag down the Demo- the Republicans. Although who knows? Doctor Oz is very famous and been yeah. on television. Well, let's talk about yeah. him. Also, he might okay, not Dr. get it. Doctor Oz, he might not get it. Well, votes okay, are still being like, counted. There's no more pathetic. Like the I've followed it very tangentially, but the the Oz stuff is some of the most pathetic, embarrassing shit I've ever seen. <laughs> The hunting and the posing with Trump. His Twitter, um, what do you call it? The profile pic. The, the banner, the yeah, banner. profile pic. The, look at that thing. That is like direct from hell. That thing. Yeah. It <laughs> just says it Oz and under it says endorsed by Trump and it's the two of them and then it's all red, like scarlet red. Just like this, like this Trump and Oz oh, yeah. in the sea of blood. <laughs> okay, I'm looking at it now. It's uh, it's uh, like uh, Doctor Oz. He, he sort of like has his hands, um, his fingers interlaced together around his waist, and he has sort of like a crooked, like his eyebrow sort of raised in a yeah. physical expression. And then he's just photoshopped next to Trump doing the uh, fucking like <laughs> just like his dolphin tooth grin, yeah. and then like this just like disgusting, just like his like his his, his thumbs up, just like you could so easily chest. just Photoshop yellow flames. And it would just be in like a pitchfork in somebody's hand. It would just be like the most on the nose image. I guess the interesting thing about Dr. Oz is that he's a he's the Trump endorsed candidate who may be saved by right mail-in ballot. ballots yeah. that are still being cast in the city of Philadelphia. Well, <laughs> so I mean, like, <laughs> I love when know? Trump like recognizes the irony and like the I just stepped in it. Like when he has those moments, like he goes that little, I just cut, I just caught the uh, car running, you know, like, oops, <laughs> he's definitely going to have uh, that moment. So yeah, like, uh, you know, it's still too close to call, but uh, doc, Dr. Oz could still do it. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, Tim, I mean, once again, like Dr. Oz, I Dr. Know, Dr. Sand. I mean, what do you, what do you do? What are you doing here, man? I don't know. I can't believe that guy. It's he's, <laughs> Just why? Why? What is? It's just another supplement, I guess. The idea of being a senator is just being like providing, just doing, just another snake oil, just another con, right? I mean, either what? that or he's a bit deep cover, uh, AKP agent, and as soon as he becomes senator, he's gonna get a fucking steam shovel and go over to Galan's house and pull him out of there like he's uh, at a fucking amusement park claw game. <laughs> <laughs> And then trap him to a rocket and send him to Ankara. Who's the yeah, other guy? I don't know. It's just like, what are you going to do? You got a zillion dollars. What are you going to do? You're just going to sit around with no. your thoughts. Everything that used to be fun sucks now. You're sick of it. Got to have something else to, to pay attention to. But these people, can also see, these people can also see what the life of a senator is. And that looks grim, too. You right? think so. But I think a lot of these people just want. I think a lot of these people just at this point. They want to be taken seriously because they take themselves seriously right. and it annoys them when others don't. And they still think even if being a senator is the worst job on earth, I mean, one, you don't do it very long. So that's the good part. Mostly it's you're just doing what you were doing anyway, but as a senator and the stuff that is there involves you, you know, speaking in front of a, of a committee right. with everyone having to listen to you, you know, and, <laughs> right. and cameras on you and, and your vote being taken into consideration. You're consequential. You're not just some TV quack, which is what most people think Dr. Oz is by now. 
Did you see the clip of the guy? This blew my mind. And it was like, it was, there was obviously the George W. Bush slip up, right? That was. Oh my oh God. Yeah. So oh my God. Make the fuck onto oh my us. God. Sorry, I'm jumping the gun there. but <laughs> And you can get into that if you want. But the one, it was like right on the same timeline, but there was this, um, it kind of felt like they belonged together, these two clips, but it was the DA from Pennsylvania. And it was the middle of a press conference about something. And they asked him about terrorism with the Buffalo. It was, I'm sorry. It was the, yeah. it was the uh, New York. DA, uh, somebody, I think it was a New York state DA or whatever, but they asked him about terrorism for this, uh, shooting in Buffalo. And he goes, look, terrorism to me is planes flying into buildings. Okay. I'm from downstate. <laughs> this was murder. <laughs> and then he goes right, immediately, like, this is something I would say. He goes immediately, he goes, eh, you know, and, and maybe it is terrorism. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, listen, terrorism to me is planes flying into buildings. Okay. That that's terrorism. Like, what, that's like a, who are we, who's what? in charge here? It's not uh, you know what? That that is, I gotta say though, that is New York City mindset. Because to me, anything short of planes flying into building, not not making the cut. It's not it's, it's, it's disrespectful. It's, yeah, it's, it's disrespectful <laughs> to New York and the day of nine eleven. The firefighters and the NYPD guys, those guys that ran up them stairs, you're telling me that that's terrorism? I don't think so. Okay? I know terrorism. That's nine eleven. Nine eleven yeah. is terrorism. Guy going yeah, into Jesus. a supermarket shooting some black guys, okay? I don't know I don't care for what reason. If it's to terrorize Okay, maybe it is. And like you see, it's like, okay, well, in that sense, yeah, okay, all right, it is. But don't, don't take <laughs> it's away the our same way. It's the same way that, okay, the Red Sox and the Yankees, they're in the same league, but yeah. at the same time, they're not. Yeah. 27 rings. <laughs> How are you going to come and say it's terrorism when we had 9-11? How are you going to do that? How are you going to come me the rings. Show me the rings. <laughs> And How then, many uh, wars they start? Yeah, zero. What? <laughs> Patriot game, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Uh, oh, Tamerlane! Yeah, no, oh, he shoots up the neighborhood. Big deal. They yeah. go to war with anybody? Don't think so. Nah. Um, but uh, Tim says you brought it up. Yeah, uh, George, George W. Bush's uh, rather significant Freudian slip. Um, speaking of Russia's invasion of Ukraine, he was making remarks and uh, said the brutal and unjustified invasion of Iraq. I mean Ukraine. To launch a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq. I mean of Ukraine. Iraq too. Anyway. Uh, 75. Uh, and then after it, he says, like, he, he says it was a senior moment. It was like, it was yeah. just, I blamed it on my age. Yeah. It's like, we oh, can really, drop that clip in there. Your age, uh, it's not, amazing. Not, your, not your fucking conscience. Like, yeah. Well, that's the thing is that. He did this all the time when he was president. Yeah. He would do this kind of Freudian thing. He would slips. like wink at the audience. He would drop kayfabe for a second there while goofing around. Uh, and I mean, remember the White House correspondence dinner where he oh, had they were, a like looking for the WMDs. Where's the WMDs? I mean, they love was like they crawling love, under I his mean, desk. I, <laughs> I honestly think that the watch this drive moment is in the same league of just like we must stop the terror. I call upon all nations to do everything they can to stop these terrorist killers. Thank, Thank you. you. Now watch this drive. He's telling you how little he gives a shit about this. Right. He's telling you how little uh, he is. He really believes in this like fantasy, you know, civilizational conflict that he sold you that he was able to go. We must not stop until we hunt down these terrorist killers. Now watch this drive. Yeah. Like, come on. Class. Fucking with you, and he does it again. The way he looks at the audience, he's fucking winking. He's like, "I'm fucking with you guys." Yeah, His dad did a, a similar smirk. thing one time at a funeral. Oh, about the Kennedy assassination? Is that the yes? One? Where he's like, oh, uh, the, uh, he's talking about Kennedy getting killed by a lone gunman, and he just does a little giggle after he says "lone gunman." <laughs> <laughs> oh, be, uh, the that, creepiest that's... thing about that clip though is the roar of laughter in the room. Oh yeah, they're all yes. having a great time. Yeah. Oh, like, oh, you believe those idiots bought that? Oh, good times. <laughs> Jesus, man. Oh, God damn I mean, it. I'm 46, and that, uh, that, Iraq, that Iraq war, that period, that 2003, was some serious shit. That was bad yeah. news. Like, it was, bad it was horrific, and, and it's, easy, it's definitely getting, like, 
kind of softened and and forgotten. Oh yeah, and, I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. especially because yeah, like Russia's doing the exact same thing now, and we can yeah. point and to right, them. And, and right before, like, yeah. right before he's talking about uh, uh, invading brutally Iraq, lol, Ukraine, he was talking about how Putin steals elections, <laughs> and that makes it like you have an illegitimate government. They're just. They're dabbing on us is what they're doing. And they, they, they're having a good time. It's another deal where, like, yeah. if you're the retired president and you're sort of, you can still have power if you want to behind the scenes, but your public-facing days are done, what do you do? You're just going to taunt people like a fucking serial killer. Yes. Yeah, like you're Albert Fish sending letters to the family members of your victims. <laughs> yeah. So we'll send like, I'm going to paint soldiers that died in the war I started. <laughs> yeah, that is got mangled. Ed, um, fucking, yeah, Ted Bund, or uh, John Wayne Gacy. He's a sicko. He's the real joker of politics, George W. Bush. I'm friends with Ellen. How can you hate me? I like uh, well, I like uh, Michelle Obama. See, she I ain't so bad. Uh, I feel I feel I, I feel about Ellen the way that like Trump guys feel about Trump, where it's like <laughs> I feel like I feel like those stories about her being mean to her production staff are true. And you know she's probably like personally some things I don't agree with, but that's like what you need. And they're not really after her. They're after us. It's yeah, true. She's, just in, the she's just in the way. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, somebody's got to. Somebody's got to get that show out every day. You know, like sometimes you need to crack the whip. Well, yeah. Have you noticed that like an Andrea Yates incident hasn't really happened since Ellen's been on TV? <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's just kind of what you need to do to prevent that. And I'm sorry, it's, it's like, not pretty. We live in a we say. live in a dark world. We live in a dark, <laughs> scary world where like some woman does have to be mean. To a lot of you know twenty seven year olds who went to USC who are now key grips, but yeah. that's what it is. That's what it takes to keep women from going insane and killing their four children. It's a mark of the Democrats' uh, weakness as a party that she's not running for office or holding it right now. Like she, sh- like she should be the Democratic answer to Trump. Like her and Oprah, people like that. Trump even understands that he picked Dr. Oz because Dr. Oz was on TV right. in the daytime in front of millions of suburban women, and they trusted him because of that. Yeah, I'm starting the Dark Ellen movement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you Just could like, get, you could kind of get, you could, she could make a case for this. Come in, Rick, come in strong and dark and like wearing all black and like she's like an ass kicker. It's like, yes, yeah, yeah, you've heard the shit, the you've heard my rumors. Guess what? They're all true. Oh my God. Uh, but no now, more but now, Miss, Miss Nice oh, this Ellen. Is, oh, this is so good. And they'll be like, yes, they're all true, but I will be doing it to Congress. Yes, exactly. Like she comes in and she says, cut the bullshit. Cut this. Letting the Republicans get away with it. We're going to fucking put them into line. I'm going to put them into line the way I did to my terrified PAs. Do you think I will let representatives of uh, hostile nations in the United States or people that work for me look me in the eye? No. (laughs) Their eyes must be cast down at all times. Yeah, this is sort of the Amy Klobuchar uh, pitch, but with star power and celebrity, which you need. Uh, yeah. Making every world leader buy her gifts and stuff like that. <laughs> uh, well, as long as you're talking about uh, uh, people high stepping into the end zone, uh, I, I wasn't going to talk. I was going to talk about this today until like you know, just, like just before we got on, I saw like a a, a major news tidbit dropped about this because I feel like we've we've talked a little bit too much about Elon Musk on the show recently. But I have I to bring it up today because yeah, because uh, he really uh, he's like so. This morning he tweets he's like. The, the the political attacks on me are going to be unprecedented. Right. And they're going to intensify. And then, of course, like, you know, Matt, you, you, me, I like I know we all had the thought, OK, what's the story that's coming out this afternoon? Yeah. And the story that came out this afternoon is that he exposed himself to a stewardess on a spaceship and uh, offered to buy her a pony if she would have sex with him. Wow. <laughs> and did she? Yeah, this is yeah, pretty amazing. <laughs> did she yeah, get the he pony? started all this up by going, oh, I'm a Republican now. And then people got mad at him and he was like, yep, see. They're, they're right. going to come after me. It's it's actually, yeah. I mean, give him credit. He is a con artist first and foremost, so he knows uh, how to act when cornered, which is like the greatest strength. Well, I just uh, want to introduce. Be, I, would, I want to introduce this concept or a joke that I want to maybe pass along to your audience to participate in, is to forever, uh, from now and evermore, just a, a treat. Uh, Twitter as if it's owned by Elon Musk. So like mm. always tag him when you're complaining about it. Or if you want to like block somebody be like at Elon Musk, Hey, this guy's been abusive. Like, you know, just let's all just, let's all pretend that the sale went through and he is the sole owner 
and in charge on the daily base on a daily basis uh, of Twitter, and just let that yeah. go on for as long as possible. I mean, unless he actually does end up owning it, then you can drop it. But I just think let's pretend and just like just annoy the shit out of him forever. Yeah, okay? yeah. I don't I, think it's gonna happen. No. I would be fucking shocked. I would be shocked. I mean, he is. He is just the king of like 3% follow through on things he says will happen. It just, I mean, so his new thing is that the deal is on hold, which is not, that's not anything in like mergers and acquisition law. (laughs) That's not, you know, you don't just go, go time out, time out uh, on hold. I don't, I don't like this anymore. Yeah. Uh, I mean, an adult upon further review. That wasn't a thing in like barbarians at the gate. They weren't right. like, oh, uh, oh, they're, they're giving people less Oreos. Pause. Time out. Yeah, you do all that I, shit before you make uh, an offer. Like you know what you're doing. Yeah, you do it before you sign a document that's like, <laughs> I will be sued a billion times and owe a bi- at least yeah. a billion dollars if this does. If I do exactly what I'm doing now. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's getting he's doing it now because he got away with so much illegal shit on Twitter specifically. He would go out there and be like, I think the stock is too, uh, too much. I think t- stock, my stock is too, uh, expensive. And then of course it's your fucking creators. It's like, that's, that is right, just that's- stock manipulation in public. And no one ever said anything. Now the SEC has basically been abolished. Yeah. What does uh, that even mean? Okay. Okay. That, that is truly the, one of the most apocalyptic news stories that has come out over the past. I, I know like the, uh, the, the Supreme Court Roe v. Wade shit is terrifying, but this Fifth Circuit, uh, this the, is like the, the nuts the and bolts circuit. of the actual political like, economy we uh, like, live so in. Ba- so basically, Tim, like uh, the the Fifth Circuit Court, uh, which covers Texas and like basically a third of the country, has just basically overruled the entire function of the Securities and Exchange Commission to uh, regulate securities at all. On what grounds? Look at me. Listen uh, to me, sounding like a, <laughs> like I'm on. Okay, order. it's amazing. The Excuse argument me, is on what grounds. <laughs> the argument is, is because of the requirement for due process under the law, which involves, you know, like a, a judicial finding of wrong, the SEC and by uh, extension, any regulatory agency cannot uh, enforce law like at the at, 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 like levy fines and do things like that right. without individual uh, judicial findings, without that, without lawsuits, without actual results of law. So they can't just regulate things. Mm. They would all have to go through. Uh, the legal system, which, of course, they're already suing people all the time, but they right. have a regulatory ability on top of that. And the court's saying, no, that's, that's there's no due process. So that means that it's not uh, uh, it's not sufficient. So that seems like you no longer that to all sorts of. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Absor- of sections of the, the entire thing. Right. Yeah. No, it's basically the end of the regulatory state, yeah, like which the, is the like, only like, thing <laughs> that keeps the actual economy like going. Like America right. is a is the the the. Uh, the investing place of last resort. It's the last resort of currency because the currency is stable because the underlying economic structure is trusted. If you have a thing where, yeah, there's no rules at all. It's the purge, but for the finance sector, then you it's, you've destroyed the golden goose. So So, that that ruling comes out and then when, how, and when is it like put into action or when do we see this like well there'll be an appeal so we'll see if you know the supreme court cross your fingers what they do like i gotta believe that john roberts is going to be a no on that right still that's a five to four fucking decision if you got all the real the real heads who are the real fucking nb legends crew who put together their uh the row decision that they're going to drop who knows this is like those people that don't believe in getting stopped by police like, like what are they called the the sovereign, sovereign citizens this is like sovereign citizen style yeah this is the whole point is to dissolve the public sphere and leave only like uh, private power and then it's the state's ability to enforce that and like all the intermediary stuff that's supposed to be like indirect uh like influenced by democratic accountability like you know electoral offices and and bureaucracies, honestly, right. are all going to be gone. It's going to huh. be pure money, pure corporate uh, hierarchies of and then, like, yeah, command economy, basically, and then it, administered basically by local tyr- like local tyrannies. Yeah. Like, like oh yeah. Place, like the federal government. I want to be the sheriff Joe of securities enforcement. Yeah. <laughs> and like, and again, we're only just talking about accelerating yeah. a process. You know, like this. This is just what's been happening, but just faster. Because at the end of the day, everybody wants this to end one way or the other. And, uh, oh, yeah, and no, yeah, this is great will, American commit, breakup shit. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Everybody, um, the death drive is in, in control of anybody well, with real power. 
Well, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't care anymore. Like, I'm going to be living in the Newsom Imperium. I don't give a shit. Yeah, that's this true. If you're, in, if you're in yeah. California Newsom specifically, Imperium. they're sitting on ninety billion dollars surplus. If they can, uh, if they can make sure that their military has the capacity to secure uh, water, they'll be well, all right. Yeah. But if not, then they're really in trouble. Yeah, we're in trouble. Uh, I can't. Well, I can't. Of- I can't wait to like. Um, I'm going to be like those awful Israeli settlers who like perch up on a hill watching bombing campaigns. Except it's going to be people like refugees from the Austin, Texas Gigafactory <laughs> fleeing after the Tesla collapse in 2040. Well, I, I do have a little bit of good news to share because I'm in the industry. Uh, I'm in Hollywood, and I get to meet a lot of you know powerful people. Um, I was talking to some people at Meta. And there is some exciting new stuff happening with VR water. Ooh, <laughs> all right. Yeah, get, we're calling Aguilus. Uh, uh, Aguilus. <laughs> and it's, it's basically water. Uh, it's basically water. And, wait, wait, <laughs> it, and it will function that way. I mean, not certainly from a hydration standpoint. No, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. But from the it's simulated... Like, feeling and experience of uh you know um that quench that feeling yeah. that you you'll have feel yeah. you'll feel hydrated even if you aren't yeah it's, exactly. it's good old fa- it's good old-fashioned water it's yeah. you know it's like it's it's two it's it's two hydrogen atoms bonded to one oxygen um but in a digital sense it's in the code not in the atoms themselves but the atoms are re- the hydrogen and oxygen atoms are blockchain backed right so like, yeah let's, i mean let's, let's, let's like that's solid definitely i agree with that 100 percent but I even think like five, 10, um, you know, ho- hopefully sooner, but realistically five, 10 years will, we will have like, uh, the agua, the aguilas will also provide some level of hydration. It won't be enough for sustainability, but it will, there'll, there'll be certain segments that will be able to actually, uh, subsist off, off the virtual water. I, I think, I hope that's what they're hoping for. <laughs> That's pretty uh, encouraging. I mean, like yeah, the placebo effect's pretty pretty strong. It's true. You know, yeah. I did an experiment in my building when I lived in New York, where I just, you know, I pretended to be a doctor and I injected people with fake Moderna boosters. <laughs> it was just it was just water. You know how many people, how many of those people in my building died? Less than half. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> no. I mean, I think the psychological effect of uh, Aqualus is going to be very strong and powerful. Yeah. If we can up that frame rate just a little beyond what we have now, you could extend the uh, time it takes for a person to die of dehydration to anywhere from nine to ten days, from four <laughs> to five. <laughs> and that's 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 going to save lives and get a lot of game time, ga- gameplay time in. I yeah, exactly. Even... <laughs> How many hours of Elden Ring is that that you would have missed? I tried that shit. Like I got one of those things because uh, I was ragging on it so hard, and then but somebody was like, "Oh, it's actually kind of." It's okay, an interesting way to watch movies. Like, okay, I'm gonna try that. That seems interesting. It is such an unpleasant experience. Have you tried it? You must have the tried VR it. stuff. Yeah, yeah like I've Oculus. done a few. I've played like a video game, like a first person shooter. It's cool, and like that five is kind of cool. It's like fully, yeah. But then your head oh yeah, starts like hurting. living there, immersing <laughs> yourself, yeah. horrifying. Yeah, I mean, it, I'm not a much of a gamer. Me neither. I, Felix has not done VR, have you? No, I don't really. I don't really see the point. You, I already have a monitor. I don't want to wear a thing on my head. And like, if I want to, if I want to experience like comprehensive false realities, I'll just do what I do every night anyway, which is like take two entire packages of Benadryl and just go to yeah. sleep like I normally do. <laughs> have dreams. I already have that. Yeah. Yeah. He's creating his own metaverse every day. Yeah. Yeah. I've already seen all the people I've been reincarnated as. <laughs> anyone good yeah okay so we got um we got napoleon that's an obvious one anyone who's met me can see that's true um we got some interesting ones in there fatty arbuckle did not expect that (laughs) and we 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 actually we actually got um you know my ancestor who i've talked about on the show the first person the first spanish jew who was forced to convert to catholicism then forced back (laughs) because he was annoying (laughs) everyone the deconverso yeah, or the, the reconverso. Reconverso in history. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, as long as we're talking about um, uh, the metaverse and now totally unregulated securities, uh, Tim, I just want to use this opportunity. I'm looking at my um, my high points wallet. Uh, it's, it's stocked with 135,000 points. But I'm wondering, will the high network will they allow me to take out a loan in high points? 
because like I'm considering getting a second mortgage, but I'd like to like I take I'd like to take out a loan and use high points as collateral you for can that. Use, that something that well, maybe? you can use the high points to acquire to, uh, as a as lever as a collateral for more high points. Yes. Yeah. yeah mm. Exactly. I want. I want to take, point, I take a, a loan closed, in high points. It's a closed to get currency more high system. Points. It's yeah. Fully closed. So. <laughs> I think we're going to do a dump. Yeah. We 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 enjoy doing like random uh, dumps, and we're going to do a double like a double your high points dump. I think in the next <laughs> couple of months. So keep an eye out. All right. Well, just uh, yeah. Okay. I just want a little little insider info on the, on the high points. It only takes like one country to adopt it as currency. I'm waiting. Yeah, like, so, yeah. I yeah. keep telling the Salvador, guys. Hello, I'm like, you guys, Bukele. we could actually do this if we really wanted to do it, but we just are too lazy about it. And there's something gross about it, of course. But it's like you. I mean, as someone who's done a lot of like indefensible things with currency, you really get over that. Yeah, I mean, you could just say like set a value, right? Of what an, what a high point equals. And then stop. And I mean, that's what the crypto shit is. You just like create a uh, an end. Like it's there's only this many of them. And but it just seems completely stupid. And we're not probably going to do anything about it. We're just going to make fun of it <laughs> and not make any money. Yeah, we <laughs> actually have like lose less. Money. Yeah, we actually have like less ability to regulate it now. Yeah, right. Because of this this Supreme Court shit or this uh, Fifth Circuit shit, I guess. Yeah. Uh, the well, high points, we'll, we'll see the high points crash is coming. Oh, it's, it's coming. It's Get out now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I, so I want to ask you too. Uh, I don't know, I'm like, I, I'm sure you probably saw this, but uh, I, it, it must have been uh, rewarding in some way uh, to see the reaction to the clip from your "No More Bullshit" um, stand-up oh special that's been going around. Of people, it's like it was a cycle of people getting mad at you because they thought you actually ruined an opera performance, yeah. and then people getting mad at you that you would have pretended to ruin an opera performance. <laughs> to- <laughs> the show stars, opera stars, you know. And I'm looking around. This guy's up on stage. Some jerks up there going, la, 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 this and that. Right? <laughs> looking around. An hour goes by. I couldn't take it. I stood up. I go, shut the fuck up. It's the early crowd. That's usually a standing O. Um, I'll let you work up to it. There's more to the story. You know, it was such an equal opportunity offender. Like, I think it... So I'm... I mean, that special came out a couple years ago. People that like my stuff generally like it, and it is what it is, and it shouldn't be that complicated what it is. But it's... it's, Sure. I mean, I'm I'm not going to, like, just assume everybody gets everything. You know, it's not... Whatever. It's Everyone's busy and... I don't, I don't think everyone knows who I am or anything, but we just, I'm going on tour this summer. So I put up, we put up little clips from it, you know, just as everybody else does, but that one, and it was like a couple days after we put it up, but somebody with like a, an American flag in their, in their profile name, (laughs) of course, uh, like totally unironically just said like, this is some of the worst comedy I've ever seen, you know, (laughs) just, and then he has a ton of followers. So they all went down there. And it was like a right wing thing for a day, but then it went, it jumped to the other side of the spectrum yes, where yes. like hardcore, like super uh, liberal, whatever you want to call it, like very woke people, very righteous, uh, mask wearing, um, you know, other uh, diversity flags, BLM uh, came in saying, I want to say that this is, this is terrible. And this guy, one woman said, um, let's call this what this is. It's misogynistic violence. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw one, I saw one that was like um, it was a critic, and he he went, um, "Look, I know this is a joke, oh. but I think it's masking something even darker." Oh my god! Or <laughs> <laughs> the people that said so. So there's that, and then it, like black Twitter got it, and they start or they didn't get it. They started like we're reacting to it. They got it, that passed around. Like this is the worst shit I've ever seen. And then it was like, yeah, like you said, I, like, I get that this is satire. It's bad satire. Okay. Because you know why? It wasn't abundantly clear from the get go that this was satire. I'm like, what are you talking about? What is that? Satire requires a clarity of purpose, 
Remember that? Meme? Yes. That yeah, yeah. What is that? That's exactly. a shirt? Like that? It, yeah, yeah. It's basically a shirt it's like that a meme. should say, I am a baby. <laughs> right. I, I have a, I have a baby who needs little my food chopped up and spoon fed for me. Well, or else I'll get colicky. Well, I just what's what's fascinating and and I I I love it all. All it does is bring more people and hopefully like, you know, it 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 does it does shit with the algorithm so more people that want that know who I am but get it gets like Don Jr's algorithms get crushed. Like <laughs> algorithms do get crushed. Like he's not crazy there, you know, like if you're trying to like promote something like a show or a live show or whatever, the algorithms hate that or like the social media places hate that because they want you to pay for that. Right. Like it makes sense. It's not like a political thing. It's yeah, just like that's ads. It's ads. And that's they're like, business. Oh, if you want to, if you want to promote your shit, you got to pay for it. But if you want to post you with your friend or you with your pizza slice, like we love that. So you try to like, you know, work around that and like pose with your pizza slice and say, come to my show. But, um, what, what, so I like it for that reason, but I'm so from like a sociological place, like, my fascination with social media and people broadcasting publicly that they don't understand something is fascinating to me. Why? What is the point of saying I don't get something or I don't understand something when you could just like go to another tab in front of you because you're on your computer or your phone. Like you could, you could literally just like 10 seconds later, find out that answer instead of right. Like I know that's, that's well, a, maybe a that basic it's thing. Your to, fault that they don't get it. Yeah. So they need to yell at you. Yeah. Like and they get mad that they don't get it. And then that makes them feel frustrated and insecure. But well, then instead of interrogating that, they decide that it is your fault for making them feel that way. And I'm so just, you have to be, uh, yeah, you I'm have not to trying to cram anything on anyone's throats. Like I'm not trying to, I'm not, I'm just doing my thing. You, and you like, must be accountable to a permanent end. I'm sorry. You made them <laughs> mad. They got mad uh, because they didn't get it. Oh, now they want everyone it. else who didn't get it to get together to yell at you so they can feel better about it. I was wondering, though, that I was like, I would think, like, you know, from my perspective, what would be the most gratifying thing to see in, like, the reactions to that clip is someone who sincerely thought it was hilarious on a totally literal I level know. because they because they hate opera too. Yeah, that's right. I hate that shit. <laughs> you know what? I I did I just the like, fuck up. I wanted to see more of that. I saw a few of that. A few a few like this isn't I don't really get the I don't really get the joke, but dudes write opera sucks. You know what I mean? <laughs> Somebody there was a little bit of that. Nobody's taking that special as like yeah, I like Nick DiPaolo and I like this guy too. Like it's I've met, I've, I think I've made it bad enough that those people can't be duped into liking it. <laughs> but I don't know. The, the craziest thing is there are people in that special that there are human beings that are laughing, you know, like there's a crowd and there's clearly people that you can see that like that think it's funny. And what, who cares why it's funny, right? Like, who cares yeah. why something makes you laugh? Really, at the end of the day, it's just, as we say, funny is funny. And we can talk about why things are funny, but it doesn't really matter. You know, it doesn't really matter what the, yeah. I mean, whatever, like there's cheap jokes and there's smart jokes and there's things that, that are funny a thousand times. There's things that are funny, like reactively because like somebody just fell down, you know, like. There's different, I guess, grades of what makes <laughs> that's something the, that's funny. The, that's the yeah. best kind of funny. Well, yeah. I mean, the, the, you know. I don't want to like <laughs> someone hurting themselves. Yeah, that's that's always going to be gold. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I don't want to get. I don't, yeah, I don't want to get like two in the weeds where it's like the episodes of Joe Rogan where he has oh like, my God. a comedian on and he talks about comedy for seven hours. Yeah, no, I don't. Of course, I, I, I like those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, leave Joe alone. Yeah. Let him have that. Yeah, no, I can't do it nearly as well. But like, like comedies, comedies, the most subjective and ephemeral thing, because I think it's like it's the out of any like art form, any form of expression. Right. It's the most like a trick, I think. Yeah. Like the, the way that the way that like a joke or like an elaborate joke works is like it's the same way that like a central processing unit is, you know, a rock that we tricked into thinking. And it's ephemeral because it's just like it's taking all these external things to like jog an internal thought process in an audience that like even two years later, no one's really going to remember why they found it funny. Right. And like, like for that reason, you can't really it's kind of hard to like have a have a objective appraisal of like 
was this funny or not because it's like yeah once it once it leaves the exit velocity of the people that saw that like two years ago and like when it came out two years ago like i just saw like universal praise but when it leaves that initial audience that has the like their computers work in that way it's just people who don't get it and are furious about it that's i mean this has always happened and there's like if like when eric and i did our billion dollar movie there was we had been off in this safe little space making adult swim shows and was only judged really by those people or, or like fans of our stuff. So, but we put this movie out that made, it made us like come out of our holes a little bit to promote it to different markets and different kinds of, you know, like you'd, you'd promote a movie and then you just get whacked, like just whacked down because it's this whole other group of people that, yeah, it does, there's no context for them or something, but. I don't know. I mean, it's, I, I don't, I, I hear myself talking about it and I, it, I could see how that could be annoying to hear, but it is fascinating to me. <laughs> the whole, like, not just from a, not from a personal, like it hurts my feelings or anything like that. Just from like, people are crazy or people are strange or like, it's just, it's just bizarre. Like, can you imagine yeah. like me on a, like a, if, if the big bang theory put out a clip of their Tuesday's episode or something, this me just, this is not funny. Like that's how I would feel about that clip, but I would never in a million years ever say that. I mean, maybe I don't know. Maybe I would. <laughs> like I fuck, I, I fuck with, I fuck with, I, I goof on Bill Maher <laughs> now. I fuck with Bill Maher. I mean, I don't. No, I don't fuck with. I make fun of Bill Maher, <laughs> and not really even about his politics, but but how what I I, I consider him very hacky and very shitty. Like hum- from a humor perspective. Oh, but, it's terrible. Yeah, but listen to us. We're doing what these we're talking about. So yeah, we yeah. shut the fuck up. Yeah, no, it, it, it's it's the default, right? It's the the default thing with comedy because it's just like it's never gonna get like a majority of people. Like no comedy thing, no comedy thing beyond like a guy falling down, right? Yeah, and yeah, like we all like to think that we keep this like very, uh, this very smart professional approach to it where we're like oh well it's like really subjective and you can't do this but like we all have the same reaction when we see bill maher make a pronoun joke which is like (laughs) it sucks and yeah they like as as close to like objective as you can get it probably does suck but again like how you know how can you really know but i guess you know what if my life goes slightly differently i love bill maher maybe let me just like kind of go full circle here and say like well maybe those people that are saying like this isn't funny or i don't get it like they're using social media kind of in a different way than maybe you guys use or I use it, which is like, it is their chat room with their friends. Like they don't have a th- like 500,000 followers. They have their 14 followers that maybe they're using more like a chat room or something. So it is more of a conversation, but I don't know. It's probably just a lot of lonely people. Yeah. With no followers. yeah. <laughs> Those poor fools. Uh, okay. Let, maybe we can. Just uh, uh, switch for a second from overanalyzing comedy to uh, overanalyzing music because I know you're going on tour uh, with with the music and the stand up. So it's going to be like a night of a thousand Tims. You know, you're giving evil Tim two and Tims, good Tim yeah. at two Tims. Yeah. Um, okay. So I was actually I was listening to the the Fear of Death album. Thank you. And you know I'm probably not the the first one to to ask you this or make this comparison, but I just got to ask: Are you a Warren Zevon head? Yes, of course. Okay, because like I, I just like I, I, I mean this as the highest compliment. I really feel like the, the influence of Zevon as a songwriter in, fact, uh, in, in in your music. Yeah. In fact, I think in every record, I don't know, I can't, I must have done it, but I put in what I call like the Zevon. Huh. Zevon does a huh. He does that like yeah. in, in a lot of his songs. Draw blood. Yeah. Yeah. I do it. I tr- I do it on the new record, and I do it, and I've done it in a bunch of records where I just put it in somewhere, and that's my little my secret homage to to warren not so secret anymore but oh yeah <laughs> uh do you have a do you have a, a, a just like favorite warren's Yvonne song or album just like off the top of your head i mean i think honestly his first album is his best album and uh in my opinion and uh and desperado's under the eve yep Jeez, i mean that there we go doesn't get better than that there we go sorry sorry to be like so basic <laughs> with my warren's Yvonne <laughs> no, love. no no that's <laughs> No, you're 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 dead on accurate. You have uh, you it's have not, passed it's not, the you know, like the envoy. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people don't like that record, but uh, yeah, I'm not that guy. All right, so uh, Tim, I want to thank you so much for joining us. Uh, but like, you know, uh, when when is the tour? And if people want to oh. come see you live, uh, where can they uh, where can they find information about? Well, that? it's only on July 4th. 
It's we're do, it's never been done before. We're doing a 30 city uh, broadcast <laughs> on July 4th uh, with no fireworks. It'll be indoors. Um, we're, I'm going everywhere. I'm doing like all the big cities, most of the big cities, the places that will have me tolerate me. Uh, yeah, it's like you know, it's an it's about half stand up and half uh, music with the band. And we did it in New York a couple of weeks ago, and it was a it was a fucking blast. I think everybody. I mean. It was a standing room only, but there was a standing ovation. I, I mean, I guess people could have uh, sat down at the end. That was that could have been an option. They could have sat on the floor. They didn't. They still they remained standing. Um, yeah, it's like it's a it's a really uh, I'm really excited. It's a fun show. Tickets are selling quickly. timheidecker.com slash live, and I guarantee us. I guarantee smiles, like ear to ear smiles, Matt. Just, uh, hell yeah! yeah. <laughs> we we've we've called ourselves smile makers, but you're really like it's true. I mean, you're you're doing smile production and you're a smile entrepreneur. Scale. I yeah. I lock them in. Like you'll be smiling the whole time. I can't even guarantee that. And there'll be never, <laughs> never would limited seating. That you'll be able to sit if you're like an old guy like me. I think there'll be seats as well. So it's summer. That. Get out of the heat. Get in the air, air conditioning. Come see Tim on tour. There will be seats and smiles aplenty. Uh, <laughs> Tim, uh, once again, always a pleasure to hang out with you. Thanks so much for coming on. Thank you, Thank guys. You, I'll see you around the bend. All right. Cheers, everybody. Till next time. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.